Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. All right, welcome to another episode of Level Up. And today we are talking about something that is literally close to home. It is. We are talking about community, the importance of how community ties into your business in real estate and uh, how to leverage that, what mm-hmm. you're what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. Because I think community may be less than things like leads and... Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking about buzzwords that everybody says, you know, all, all those words that everybody throws out there. Community's in there, but people don't talk about it no, as frequently. Don't. And really not even from a effectiveness only perspective, just from a making your life easier perspective. It is such an important piece that I think every realtor and every business really should be considering or small businesses, at least as they're trying to grow. Yeah, especially in these times when we want to support local as much as possible. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to put yourself into your own community and support local business, but also, you know, rely on those in the community to support you as well. So, um just different ways you can consider that. We've had listings. We live we're in the Greater Toronto area. I thought you were going to give our address out there. No, no, but we live in the Greater Toronto area. Most of our listings have been not in our own backyard and how ineffective that is. I mean, obviously we love, you know, working with clients wherever. <laughs> All of our old listings are like, oh, so they didn't want to yeah, come to the house. Yeah, but I mean, just thinking of the listings that we have had very close to home and how not only convenient it is to go do open houses and showings, but also, you know, like the back of your hand, the community, your kids go to the schools, you know where the parks are, you know where the new developments are happening. Um, Obviously, you learn that if you have that uh, another listing in another geographic area, but just to know that and to naturally speak about that with potential home buyers yeah. makes it so much easier. Well, there's just so many factors. There's the convenience, just the commute time. Yeah. You know, I mean, knowledge for sure, like you're saying. But there's not a lot of argument. I mean, other than, I guess, entry to market might be. I mean, for any new agent, it doesn't even, you, know, you, no, you know to what? be new. I was going to say, you know, but I was going to say for new agents, especially. Oh, no, it's easier. But what, yeah. what I'm saying is if you've got a listing in hand, you don't care where it is when yeah. you're starting. And sometimes that takes you far from home. But if you are willing to, you know, do not even a ton of work, but just work smart and have a strategy that's tied to community, mm-hmm. you know, your outcomes are going to tie to the work you put into a certain objective. Yeah. And I think it's more like a, a modern approach to the geographic farming area that yeah. we're all kind of accustomed to. If you've been in the real estate industry for, you know, five, 10 years or whatever, that was the thing. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of taking it, it's leveling up your geographic uh, farming area 
area and really focusing on the community and building awareness around your brand based on the community where you live. And I don't think there's a definition to community that specifies like, well, it's got to be, it's got to be five country blocks or it's got to be, you know, if you're, if you're going more than 500 meters from wherever, you know, ground zero is, it's not a community, but... But it doesn't even have to be geographic community. Right. We could be talking and about that's key. a niche. Right. Community yeah. by definition, which I don't have in front of me, is yeah. not a geographic thing. It's right. just a group of like-minded individuals. Yes. I'm going to say that's the definition. I'm assuming that's close to the definition. But whether there's a Facebook community, the word is thrown out as just people who can communicate with one another and share ideas and so on and so forth who are like-minded. And so in a lot of cases, especially when it comes to real estate, that might be tied to a certain location. Yeah. Um, But it could be investors. It could be downsizers. Right. There's so many different ways you can community brand yourself. Communicate to the community. That's right. Uh, But that's maybe that's the most important thing to really make sure everyone understands is that when we say community building, this doesn't mean North York or right. this doesn't mean this zip code or postal code or whatever. I'm throwing some US stuff in there, the zip code. <laughs> um, it just means you need to know who you're after and it needs to be more specific than anybody who will call me. Right, exactly. So the benefit of doing that, I think first and foremost, is that it allows you to better target all of your messaging towards the individuals that you want to attract. You know, it's so so tempting, I think, for anybody in this industry to try to be all things to all people. But if you can really focus your efforts, you're going to be a lot better in the long run. And you're going to speak to more people as a result. Right. It's... And it's what you can concentrate your time on learning and building your knowledge base, right? You know, your message is going to be focused on people, but your message in a lot of cases is going to be tied to content and your content can't be everything either. You can't learn about industrial properties and leasing and recreational homes and whatever, right? And be a pro at everything. You, you might be a part of a larger company that has specialists. You might have a great referral network. And, you know, it's not to say you shouldn't have the answers to questions and referrals and, and resources, but if you're going to be viewed as an expert and a go-to for certain things, you need to be focused on that and you yeah. need to develop your knowledge in that area as well. Definitely. And you just got to, I think with anything regarding marketing, you always need to put yourself in your consumer's shoes and see if you were looking for somebody to help you purchase a home who would you go to? Would you go to the person in like, you know, that has the niche in that area you're looking? Or are you just going to go to somebody that seems to be all over the place? Right. And that's, and that's what you got to do. You don't see, there are specialists out there, but you know, like we were saying, you don't see a lot of this. You don't see a lot of people who really hone in on a certain thing. And when you do, if they're in your, if we're talking geographic community, like we know in our community, maybe two or three people who really focus and brand themselves in our area. And guess what? They get a lot of the listings mm-hmm. and it's because they're focused, right? You know, it's the other ones. Yeah. You see some people who scatter themselves everywhere because they are all things to all people, but they've got no identity. And the opportunity lies in the fact that in a sea in our neighbor, in our market, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of realtors competing for listings, you need to have a focus and a differentiation so that you can cut past all the people who are doing the same things 
and, you know, marketing the same way to hope to convert a bunch of meh leads into maybe a big hit, right? Right. Yeah, so how do you market yourself as a community leader? You know, is it your face or is it the community itself that you're appealing to? That's a good question. That sounds like a question to the air, but no, I'll answer well, I'm just Because I'm thinking also of the people in our area yep. that brand themselves as themselves and they still do well. Yeah. I, so I don't think it's a wrong answer. No, I, but I do think if I was to do it and the, even the way that we're looking at doing it, right, yeah. or doing it from scratch is there was good advice we heard that people generally don't hire a name mm-hmm. or a person, you know, unless it, unless, you know, they're following a brand or whatever. But if you see something that's another face on another whatever sign or postcard with a name with whatever tagline that's a lot less appealing a little bit more I won't say it's not sleazy but it's a little bit less comfortable than a brand or an image or a feeling that you get from something that is associated with something you're actually interested in Mm -hmm. right so it's not to say that transitioning a name and and, and a persona doesn't come into the argument but I think as if we're talking about entering the approach to community, it's a lot easier and more effective to do it with a concept and a message that ties to that community in a way that's a lot less in your face and intimidating even. Right. And sales pitchy. Yeah, because people are more likely to interact with a community focused brand that doesn't have your own name and like the fact that you're in real estate like very out there and and that's kind of what you're leading with right you can't lead with that i think if you're trying to break into a community right well just i mean even if you think about it if if you if you got even if everyone was doing postcards in the world yeah. and you got a postcard that says i'm jim williams and i am brooklyn mm-hmm. and you got another one that says wouldn't you like to know X about your neighborhood or Brooklyn life. Brooklyn like life. If you, Living yeah. in Brooklyn. Okay, if you picked up two postcards, one of them right. said like maybe not Brooklyn. Like, let's say Toronto. Yeah. Toronto life or copyright infringement aside. Mike <laughs> Mike Smith, your Toronto real estate agent. Right. Which one are you going to turn over? Right. And one's got a picture of a face. Yes. And the other one's got a picture of the a Princess nice Gates yeah. or the beach in Toronto. Exactly. Like, it's a no-brainer. I don't know anybody on earth except for Jim Williams's cousin. And competitors. And competitor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why? Trying to find all the spelling mistakes in his postcard. That's what we do. I mean, like, that's what, especially, like, that's my biggest hobby. When I see realtor ads, I mean, some of them are okay, but there's nothing I like more than to nitpick. <laughs> and it's a terrible hobby and it's a waste of my time. But all that aside, um, from a, community perspective yeah it's a no-brainer yeah so that's a i guess step one just a way to look at it i think to say that that's the answer like you said there are people who use their image and their name but i would argue that when they got their start if they did it either it was a real grind Mm -hmm. and it's been really chipping away or there was a start that got in the other way. Here's the thing. I think that once you start doing good business in your farming area, mm-hmm. then that's when you have a right to start using your face because that's where people will people will see your signs. They'll see, "Oh, who is Katie?" You know, and then maybe they're going to want to start seeing your face a little bit more. So maybe that's kind of like your ticket in. You have to 
start proving yourself and doing the business before you can show off your face. But at the end of the day, I really don't think people want to see as many faces no, as they like, do want to about community. Even even once you've, you know, quote unquote broken through, you can you can feel a little less uh, you know, nervous or unsure about associating yourself with it, but the message and the content I don't think should ever stray from what got you to where you are, right? Like you've now got more stories and positive real estate related stuff that you can tie in and sort of sprinkle in as you go. But anyway, let's, let's talk about that then. So when we talk about community stuff and like, we're throwing all these like, Oh, content and this and that, but we've started a couple of things. I mean, the first, the first approach is like we said, I mean, we historically have been our own brand as individuals and now we are not yeah, we've chosen to start focusing more so on our community. You know, our kids are growing up here. It just makes sense. Our office is in our community as well. Mm-hmm. So we want to have that presence. And it's not just to get business. It's also just to get to know the individuals that right. live next to us and, and the businesses and to support them um, is really important. So um, I mean, and I'll say this, it is a lot easier when you're genuine. For sure. You know, and I, you can't teach that. And this isn't to, you know, toot your horn or my horn or anything. But when you actually care, it makes all this stuff flow so much easier because you actually want to help your community. It's not about business. Business is a nice, maybe down the road byproduct. And this, and, and on that note as well, this is a long play. This mm-hmm. isn't this isn't something where, you know, yeah, things could come quickly, but you're not doing this and building community to be in and out or to be throwing business out there two weeks in. It's you need to develop yourself as somebody who can be trusted and is actually doing this for the right reasons and delivering things consistently. So people trust your brand as exactly. something that's a go to. Yeah, so the first approach we took is the brand itself, naming the brand. The brand is not Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We're no, we're branding ourselves with the community name, which in our case is Vaughn. So our Instagram page and our Facebook page is a Vaughn named page. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have our faces um, as part of the brand, but it's not the focus. So that is number one. And then the posts themselves and the content that we're putting out there is probably 80%, I would say, community focused. And then at least maybe like even 90. And then 10%, we've got like a monthly update for the market in Vaughn. Um, You know, I would like to start doing a little bit more updating, uh, maybe even on a weekly basis, just to, you know, keep people updated because people do want to know what's going on in real estate. It's not like it turns people off. So, you know, that the content itself is focused on events, businesses. Um, I'm trying to think of other well, things I mean, that we're doing. Celebrating people yes. in the community, which, I mean, we could talk a bit more about yeah. that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, businesses, I mean, events, things that are good to knows about the community. For sure, like garbage pickups. Yeah. Like there's switchover, for example. Lawn clippings have started to be picked up in the last few weeks. So just updating residents on that kind of stuff. If we can be the go-to people the residents refer to when they want some updates, then that's that's the ultimate goal and, and we'll have succeeded if we actually end up doing that. Yeah. When you start to highlight individuals and businesses and all that 
you're interacting with them as part of your content, right? Like you're building relationships through support, which is, I mean, that's one of the things we're doing. Like, like you said, small businesses. I mean, mm-hmm. we're now weekly interviewing a small business and getting information about them, especially during this time, informing the community about things that are open that people might not have known about, about, you know, the struggles and successes of, of different businesses. And it helps them. It makes us feel good to, I mean, we're learning about businesses we didn't know existed. Yeah. yeah, we interviewed a farmer's market this week and we went there this weekend and it was amazing. I have, the gluten-free thing was awesome for yeah. me. Like, I'm so excited. Well, and how cool did it, I mean, like, this is kind of selfish, but to walk in and the woman at the front door is like, hey guys, you yeah. know, remember, like, it's kind of like developing these real relationships and nothing in the discussion with her or with anybody yeah. there was about real estate. No. It's not about that. It's about really getting to know our own community and some of the hidden gems and being able to share it with other people who, I mean, we've lived here a long time. I grew up here and I didn't know that was there. Right. Mm -hmm. So for nearly 40 years, yeah. well, it wasn't, it was, it was only there for what, 23 years, but still for all those 23, (laughs) I didn't know it was there and now I do and we'll be back there. And that's something that feels good to do and we'll keep doing it because the nice thing about content like that too, is it doesn't go stale it doesn't go bad. It's useful. It's something people can... That was stale Stay in bed. bed. <laughs> doesn't go bad. Doesn't go, that's farmer's market stuff, you know? <laughs> something people a month from now can still find. Yep. And... Yeah, and the farmer's market sharing it, the the person that was, um, you know, managing the market. Like, you know, you get more shares and just more interactions that way. So that's one thing. The other thing which has been fun to do mm-hmm. is the birthday signs. So obviously during COVID... Kids especially can't have their regular birthdays. So we wanted to figure out a way to celebrate birthday kids and birthday adults and everybody. Birthday kids. Birthday everything. Hey, birthday kids. (laughs) So what we've done is we created these little signs that we put on people's lawns. And so people can honk as they drive by these houses where people are celebrating their birthdays. And it's been amazing, the response that we've gotten from it. We, you know, did a paid ad for it. And people have been messaging us through Instagram, giving us their address. And Daniel has been the... The lucky, yeah. Every morning, I mean, it is work. It's been fun though. I I mean, you put it in, and there's stories that come along with you know, someone might be on their lawn when you go and plant a sign, and they didn't know you were coming, or neighbors are seeing it. And to be clear, these aren't branded signs either. Like, this doesn't have any information about us. We do have a hashtag that we're using so people can find the signs, but. Beyond, I mean, people following us to see the pictures and to be excited about it and all that, it's really just a feel-good thing. Especially during this time. Really, yeah. And it's just the the reaction we've had from people. And for me, I was telling you this today, the amount that I've gotten to know the little parts of our neighborhood, you know, because we've gone to every corner of Vaughn for this. Like, I'm finding pockets of really nice homes and driving by parks I've never seen before. It's been really cool. And... People just feel really good. Yeah, the responses have been, you know, it's nice, obviously, that we're offering this, but the responses from residents, you know, just overwhelmed gratitude about it. And that's what makes you feel good. People have offered, they're saying, how much can I pay? How much can I pay you? Yeah. And we're not we're not doing it for that. Like it feels even better. Like if you've ever given something to somebody and they want to compensate you and you say no and just like it it gives you that warm 
feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I've been taking tips every time I deliver <laughs> them. I'm just kidding. Um, but it's great. And they're still all over the place. And some of these people are going to reuse the signs for future birthdays and all that. Let the hashtag live on, right? Yeah. This morning, there was a sweet 16. She messaged us saying that she hadn't woken up yet. Yeah. And she was going to see it when she woke up. And then the other one this morning was a six-year-old girl and nine in the morning and they're taking pictures of their daughter like posing with the sign like it's just really well even there was one girl that actually took the sign like she took she was visiting friends in the neighborhood they were just doing like drive-bys on the on the um on the driveways um to visit her friends and just to say a happy birthday and she brought the sign with her Hmm. to every single location they they stopped at so it's just really nice that people really appreciate them and it's it is somewhat unique um but the nice thing about creating your own community is the creativity that you can mm-hmm. invest into it because it just makes it so much more fun and yeah. it doesn't feel like as much work there's no rule book no right there's no i mean there's practices and there's things you can look at what people have done and for sure yeah like i know repurpose things another realtor has been doing graduations for grads as well and i think that's an amazing idea to thank our frontline workers whatever i mean things but yeah like identify what could be cool Mm -hmm. in your community like what is it that people maybe could use or don't have or would go to or whatever figure out what makes sense Mm -hmm. because there's no wrong answer and you might try things and they may yeah. not work. They might not get the reaction you want, but you move on and you, you learn from that. We've done that, that a thousand oh, times. Oh, God, like, yeah. And we throw out <laughs> ideas every day that we say, yeah, <laughs> you know, right. but, and maybe we'll still try them, right? But yeah. it, it's... As long as you've got the focus of community, because I feel like sometimes you can get overwhelmed and think of ideas that mm-hmm. might not have necessarily a connection. And we've talked about that a thousand times between ourselves is like, wouldn't it be cool if, but then it's like, it doesn't relate back to right. our mission like, of yeah, building would community. Be cool. Yeah, that's the thing. Exactly. And, so, and it doesn't mean don't do cool things, but if it's with yeah this intent, like, Take a step with everything you do, not just commu- like anything you do, identify your intention and your objective. And if it's not leading to that, don't bend and twist it to make a square peg fit in a round hole, right? Because it could be cool, but there's only so many hours in the day and you want to be deliberate in the stuff that you do. Yeah. I think we're very much in the infant stages of building our community. It's been going really well so far i mean we're excited and especially even given the situation the world is in right now i mean it's given us the opportunity to be closer with our community physically and be like like we said like our community is geographic Mm -hmm. right but regardless of what you're trying to do use the time you have to really focus on what is most important we had we had an agent we spoke to a few months back and he's got a community that he's built for himself in real estate that is specifically dental offices Mm -hmm. and just commercial real estate and dental offices. And he, I think is really smart to do that because he knows it. I can, I don't, I don't know him that well. And I'm confident if I ever had a dental office question, he's my guy because who specializes in that? You know, like he's the go-to, he's the pro. And so he's building a, a program for himself around focusing on them and what they need. Think about that. Yeah, no, and it just allows you to really um, 
delve into a certain aspect and really just become the expert in that area, like you said. So I think it's something to really think about if you're right now trying to be all things to all people, figure out something that really excites you. Um, it doesn't have to be, as Daniel said, it doesn't have to be geographically. It could be a certain type of buyer or seller and learn about it and get excited about it. Because if you're not excited about it, then it's just going to fail as quickly as you, as you got started, I think. Um, you know, cause I think a lot of people think that they should be doing a certain thing a certain way. Like they should be focusing on their geographic community. But if it doesn't excite you, then figure out what does and focus on that. And, and with this, there's no rules either, right? So it doesn't mean you need something that's got... X hundred people for it to be a community or X thousand people or be in this. It's all about what your plan makes sense to be, right? So when you have an idea, it doesn't make it the right answer right out of the gate, but draw it out, plan it out, figure out what it looks like to you. And in a lot of ways, it should become your close to your entire business model. Like that's the other thing. This really shouldn't be a segment of your sales funnel. No, it might have to start out that it way. It might start that way, but the goal is that if you're going to be the go-to for something, it's really tough to split because that goes back to being all things to all people. Yeah. It's not really who you're an expert in if you're also trying to do other things. It doesn't mean walk away from other business or referral business you get from past clients, but you need to be focused. And if you're always being drawn in different directions, it makes it really hard to have credibility as a community-focused person when you know every other listing you have is something else. Mm -hmm. And with everything else we talk about, set small milestones for yourself, set small goals along the way. It's not about getting, you know, 20 listings in your backyard in the next year. No. It's not even about getting one listing in your backyard in the next year. It's about what do you want to accomplish and how are you going to get there and then as you accomplish it, know you're getting closer and closer to the goal of being that pro. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of marketing, set up an Instagram page like that could be a milestone, set up a Facebook page. And then what you're going to do is you're going to target ads towards those two things. And a lot of it is going to be engagement marketing just to get the likes and the follows and the interest to your page. And then another part of it is going to be the lead magnets that you want to build to allow people to see that you're in real estate. So whether it's like a home valuation or um, get updates on open houses in the neighborhood or whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. um, but those are the types of marketing that you can start drawing towards your pages so that you do get the follows and the interest and eventually the leads. Yeah. Think about the community. Think about Facebook groups you're a part of now. If you're any community the ones you gravitate to, I would think, are the ones that have some consistency in the content that they provide. You know, even from a schedule perspective, I think every group that I'm in that I actually go back to, I see something that I'm expecting on a weekly or a monthly basis that I know is there. So if you're setting out your marketing, you're setting out your social media and whatever, have some degree of consistency too, where people can start to expect something out of you mm -hmm. so that they keep coming back. Because, you know, things like algorithms and all that are going to buy into the amount that people engage with you and they're yeah. going to engage when they're looking to come back to you, right? Exactly. It's not just about that initial pull and then hope that they keep visiting. Yeah. And then another thing is just with regards to your own personal Facebook page and Instagram page, hopefully you already have some individuals that are in your community on 
you know, as a friend. Mm -hmm. So those are the people that you want to start engaging with and the stupid Facebook algorithms sometimes don't allow you to see what those people are posting because you might be paying attention to other people. Um, you know, like I, you and I are a prime example. We interact a lot with other realtors because we love to do that. But as a result, we don't get to see what those in our backyards are doing because Facebook says, okay, you're paying more attention to these people, so we're going to show you more content from them. So um, there's a lot of different ways you can start paying attention to those individuals and allow yourself to interact with them on a regular basis. Mm Because if you're on their radar and they know you're in real estate, you don't have to be out there confronting them all the time saying, hey, by the way, don't just remember I'm in real estate. They know that. And so if you're somebody that's constantly interacting with them, when it comes time to needing to buy or sell or that they know somebody in the area that needs to buy or sell, they'll refer you. Right. And that very once in a blue moon time that you put a call to action out there. Yes. Right. We said 90, whatever it is, you know, you're putting out mostly non-salesy content, but in the once in a while time where you say, Hey, we've got, whether it's, I've got a listing in the neighborhood and you should come see it. Or whether it's just a reminder, I'm a realtor, whatever. If that comes once every couple months, these people now who have come to trust you as the person who's not a sleazebag, who's always saying that, are way more likely to say, well, I'm not selling, but my friend is, or this one's not. And I kind of needed that little reminder that that's what you do. I've been so excited reading all your Vaughn stuff. So I know you know the neighborhood. I'm confident passing you on. I know how much work you put in to this sort of stuff. Here. Definitely. Take my listing and my friend's listing. And I want to buy three places with you. (laughs) The community approach just gives you a much better focus and the more focus you have in your career will ensure that you will keep going and just have a plan for the future. I really think that if you're bouncing from one referral to another, which is what a lot of people do once they start building up their career, you don't know where your next lead is going to come from. And I think this is a guaranteed way to ensure you're going to get um, a consistent amount of leads um, and into your business. And, and a consistent approach to take. Like yeah. you always know what to do next. Exactly. Even in the absence of leads, it's not always about taking on something that's automated and somebody who's telling you they're going to send you leads. You know a way to generate them yourself and to keep filling your pipeline. And in theory, if you're doing this for long enough, you've got a great big pipeline in your community that you can just keep communicating with yeah. you know it's not like this isn't a every day you've got a new listing kind of a business like sometimes it's just about nurturing and if you've taken the time to build this group of people yeah like, when you've got nothing else to do mm-hmm. keep doing what you're doing yeah right so that kind of is a good way to close we are going to be back at you next week with something new and i'm sure we'll be talking a lot more about community and what we've been doing how it's been going and some more ideas in future weeks. So as always, keep sending us ideas and things you want to hear about because we are here to drop some sweet real estate science on you. (laughs) To level up your game. That's right. So we're going to close out with some of that sweet intro music (laughs) on the outro now. So thanks for listening and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Level up, 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 level up,